The Eddie B. Sit edition, an audio series of the Talmud Bavli. Today's daf has been dedicated by Mr. Uri Nidam, Hashem Mishminu Behayeu, in honor of all the members of the Minyan, all the members of the Dafa Yomi, and in honor of the Rabbi Tiskel Mitzvot. May he continue to succeed. Gemara Nedarim, Daf Yud Gimal. Today's daf is being studied. Today's daf is being studied. Ben Miriam, Sefen Sarav, Sarav Batrachel. Enna refana lahim, enna refana lahim, enna refana lahim. Refuat al-Nefesh, refuat al-Guf. Refuatam, kereba al-Abav, ikhinyi nusum al-Omar. Amen. Begin today's daf on Yudbet, Amudbet. And we are starting from the words, Lema Ketana'e. There's five lines from the bottom. We are discussing one specific case. The Gemara did not yet uh, solve it. The case was where a person has Zivhe uh, Shalamim, Korban Shalamim, uh, and he has it in front of him. And it's after the Zirika, which means technically at this point over here it's edible. And he has next to that a piece of food, let's say a piece of bread. And he comes along and says, Zu Kazu. This is like that. So the Gemara's question was, what does he mean? This is like this, and just like this is permissible now. For the bread is permissible now? And he said it for whatever reason he said it. Or he means to say this is like this, and just like this initially was Asur. And how was it Asur? Because he made it a Nedir. Right? He makes it Asur. He says this is a Qurban Chalamim. And just like initially this was Asur before Zirikat Adam, so too he's coming to Osir, that food stuff. The Gemara went back and forth trying to bring proofs. Do you go, like the language of the Tirishonim, do you go with the Hashta? Hashta means do you go with now? Or do you go with the Me'ikara? Me'ikara, do you go from the beginning? At this point, the Gemara now is going to try to solve it and say it's actually a Mahloket amongst the rabbis. It's a Mahloket amongst the Na'im. And the Gemara is going to solve it from a case of Bechor. Okay, now we know that Bechor is the first animal, firstborn animal from a uh, kosher species uh, that's born. So there's Kiddushah to the Bechor, and that goes to the Kohen, right? And they uh, slaughter it, and if they slaughter it, it becomes permissible. So they're going to start analyzing our case from the case of Kiddushah of Bechor, the firstborn animal. The Gemara says, Let us say that indeed this is a Mahloket, Guy says, this food stuff over here is going to be to me like a Bechor. Now the what's the case? If we're talking about a Bechor, before they sprinkled its blood, how can anybody say that it's Mutar? Because just like the Bechor before Zirikat Dam is Asur, so if he says that this is like Bechor before Zirikat Adam, but this item should be Asur. Nobody can say Mutat. The Ilahar Zirikat Tamim, if it's talking about where he says that this food stuff of will be like a Bechor after Zirikat Adam, my Ta'amad demand the Asar. Why should it become Asur? Because everybody agrees that Bechor after Zirikat Dam is permissible. So what's the case? We have a Mahloket. 
So come to Gemara and says, Elalav must be the Machit Basar Bechor, Machit Basar Dehagabe. He has a piece of meat of Bechor in front of him. And he has a piece of meat, regular, regular food stuff in front of him. Ve'amar zekazeh. Oh, exactly like the case of Shilamim. And he said, this will be like this. Oh. And therefore, when you see, it is indeed a mahloket, tana'im. That one rabbi says, zekazeh, you go according to what it is now. Therefore, since now it's permissible, therefore the food stuff is permissible. The other shita says, no, you go what it was. Initially, and since initially it was Asur before Zidikadam, so too this food stuff of here is going to be Asur as well. So therefore we have indeed a Mahloket. So comes the Gemara and says, no. No. No proof. I could argue with you that everybody holds really that you look at it as if it's and therefore really it should be asur oh, so what's the reason why one rabbi says it's permissible the pasuk says very important pasuk we learned a very important hadush from this pasuk Neder. What's that double language? Like, Kiyidor Neder. So the rabbis learn over there, Pasuk just say Kiyidor. What is Kiyidor Neder? So explanation is that when you make a Neder and you want to attach it to something, the item you attach it to also has to be something that's Asur because of Neder. Kiyidor Neder. Ad Shiyidor Bedavar Hanadur. Laapuke Bechor. To exclude Bechor, the Davara Asuru. Bechor is Asur by itself, which means once it emerges out of its mother's womb, this animal, it's Kodesh already. You don't have to do anything to it to make it holy. That's not Asur Mishum Neder. So I mean, I could argue like this. Don't get involved with uh, this Machlokan of Bechor. Because I can tell you the Machlokan of Bechor, really everybody holds, but you go to the initial, you go to the beginning. Which means when you have to see Zekazeh, I can tell you what, that you consider it to go very caro, and therefore this piece of food stuff is going to be asur. And what's the reason why the other rabbi says mutar? Because he says, you can't make a nedir like this, because bechor is not an item that you can uh, attach your nidarim to. Why can't you attach your nidarim to it? Because it's not a davar nadur, it's automatic. Oh, uman de asar, what about the one that says asur? Why he doesn't go with this uh, rule over here? Amar kera la Hashem, lirabot davar asur. Pasuk says, "Ish ki yidor neder la Hashem." Also, from the word la Hashem, he says, even items that are holy from themselves, you can make a nedarim on them. Therefore, bechor, even though it's an automatic, they say, "So what?" I have a pasuk that comes in la Hashem. Even stuff that are holy, you can uh, uh, attach. So, therefore, the, there's no machlokin over here. Is it before or after? Everybody, I can argue, says before. The Mahalukan is over here. Is the Nedir a Nedir at all? One rabbi will say, yeah, the Nedir is a Nedir because it says Lashem. Another rabbi will say, no, it's not a Nedir, it's Kishkiyadot. It's got to be an item that's uh, the the Sukkot of Alf. Oh, Uman Deshari. According to Pinyin that says, it's got to be an item that's vowed. Lashem, my Avidle. What does he do with the word Lashem? Mid'ele, le Matfis, Behatat, Ve'asham. Oh, 
now he cuts the split hairs. He says, it's coming to include if somebody attaches his neder to a chatat or asham. Where a person comes along and says, this food stuff over here is going to be assumed to me like a chatat or an asham. Now, even though chatat or asham, especially chatat or asham, he's obligated to bring such a thing. So you might have thought that this item is, you cannot make a neder, attach it to it. Kamash Malin Hashem says you can attach it and say this is going to be asu like that. Umara itan lirabot chatat v'asham unhosiyat abichor. Which means, why are saying that chatat v'asham you can be matfis, but bichor no? I'll say the opposite maybe. Maybe Hashem is coming, maybe I'll tell Hashem is coming to include bichor and coming to exclude which is why one item of Kiddushah you're including and one item of Kiddushah you're excluding. So I'll tell you why. Because which means Hatat and Asham, true I'm obligated to bring. Let's say a guy made a sin, he's obligated to bring Hatat. But who designates the Qurban? He designates the Qurban. Which means he has to make the Qurban. This Qurban I'm bringing as a Hatat. Also, the Muslims, he's doing it, that's considered. Like a nether he's making on it. Mashi'inkin kiddushah of bechor, it's automatic. It comes out of the womb, it's Kurdish. That's why he makes a look between hatat and asham and bechor. Oh, uman de asar. Also, what's the logic of the one that says it's asur? Which means, seemingly bechor comes out of the womb. It's, it's automatic. It's holy. How can you come along and say the nether is a nether and therefore the item that you can connect it to is asur? Bechor name matfiso benederu. Says you also matfis beneder. Why? Tanya, mishum rabbi amru neim rabbi. They said minayin lilonad bechor betoch betoch shemitzvah lahakdisho. How do I know that if a person has an animal bechor that's born in his house, how do we know it's a mitzvah for him to sanctify it? Shneimar has zachar takdish. So therefore, he holds what that even though it's kadosh from the womb, but still there's a mitzvah to sanctify it. So since it's a mitzvah, it's sanctified, it's similar to like an item that you are making it a subhanedir. Oh, uman de shari. And the one that says it's permissible. Ki lo magdish le, mi lo magdish. And if you didn't sanctify it, is it not kadosh? Which means he holds the sanctification is just a nice item to do. It's a mitzvah to do it. But it's not going to make it kadosh. If you didn't do it, it's still kadosh. So therefore he holds what? It's like a certain item that you are matfis. So therefore, summary. When it comes to the Bechor issue, no proof to what we're talking about. Because I can tell you the argument of Bechor is, can you matfis at all by Bechor or not? One rabbi says, you can't be matfis by Bechor. Matfis means, I can osir this item to compare it to a Bechor. And what's the logic why I can do such a thing? Because even though Bechor intrinsically is kadosh when it comes out of the womb, but I still have to... Sanctified. I stop to say this is holy. So he says that's not that's because like setting a benedit. Other rabbi says no 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 no. Bechor is an automatic. It's holy from the rechem, and therefore you cannot say this is a suit like that because it's a suit intrinsically good. So leave bechor out of the picture. Go back to our original question. Comes out according to this gemara. No answer. Back to our question. Guy has a piece of food over here. Guy has the shelamim over here. Zekazet. Now we all uh, agreed in this Gemara that you can be matfis by a korban. Because the korban, you are making it holy. The question only was, do you go initially or do you go according to what it is now? Right? Gemara doesn't answer it. So what do you do in such a case when the Gemara doesn't answer it? So we look at the Ran. 
look at the Ram on the fourth line on top of the Amud. Uninyan halacha, katav Ramban zal belchotav dinihi de ba'yan halacha lo ifsheta. The Gemara did not resolve its question. E be'ikarokam atfis or be'heterakam atfis. You go initially or you go what it is now. Nachtinan de be'heterakam atfis. So the Ram the Ramban came over and we go la'kel and therefore we say be'heterak. Which means you go according to what it is now, and therefore the maaseh. The guy says this is like this. It's according to what it is now, and therefore the piece of food is mutar. Comes the Gemara and continues. Keimra, kedirim. Remember we learned in our Mishnah. The Mishnah was following the opinion of Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Yehuda's opinion was what? That whenever you're going to osir an item. Uh, and you can compare it to something else, like a korban item, you have to say the uh, prefix chaf. If you remember the Buddha's example was, you have to say kirushalayim. I'm setting this item like Yerushalayim. What is like Yerushalayim? Like the korbanot that are brought in Yerushalayim. Kedirim, like the animals that are in the pen. Kedirim, uh, like the wood that's on the mezbah. That's what all the cases of the Mishnah had the chaf prefix to it. Comes the Gemara and brings a Braita. Tana, we have a Braita. Imra. Imra is like a sheep. And he says, this item should be like a sheep. Now, which sheep are we talking about? Those sheep, the sheep that's brought on the Mizbah, like the Korban Ola, or another sheep that is a Korban. So look at the languages over here. You don't need Chaf. You could say Imra, Le Imra, or Ke Imra. Dirim, Le Dirim, Ke Dirim, Etzim, La etzim, ka etzim, ishim, la ishim, ke ishim, that's the fire, you're comparing it to the fire of the mizbeah, which is called this, mizbeah, la mizbeah, ka mizbeah, all legal terminologies, hechal, hechal is like the sanctuary, la hechal, ka hechal, yerushalayim, lirushalayim, kirushalayim, kulan sheochelach, which means what I'm going to eat. By you is Yerushalayim, Leirushalayim, Kerush, any terminology, what's the deen? Asur. So stop right there. This cannot be going like the Biuda. Because the Biuda only lets you get with the K. And he doesn't go with other languages, Le in regular languages. Good. So by the way, we know this is not, this Braita is not Adiba, the Biuda. Let's just continue the uh, Braita. Lo Ochalecha. Or if he says the same terminology, what I'm not going to eat from you is like this stuff over here. So, mutar. So then already everything is mutar. Because what I'm not going to eat from you is like this. So what I'm going to eat from you is, uh, is mutar. Not a problem. Now the Gabbalah says, Man shami'inan le. Who's the opinion that we heard? Delo shani le imra. Le imra ke imra. Which opinion doesn't need the khaf? Bimi'iri. Good, that's the bimi'iri. So if this braita is not the biyuda, because the biyuda needed the khaf. But we're finding now that Rabbi Meir was the one that argues on the biyuda. It doesn't need a khaf. Good. So the braita is Rabbi Meir. Kabbalah says, Ema Sefa. We have a problem from the Sefa. then, if you say this braita is Rabbi why? The chulan lo ochal lecha mutar. Now, the chulan lo ochal lecha mutar, which means, Seemingly, it should be okay. Seemingly, this should make sense according to the Behuda. Because what is he saying? Which means, what I'm not eating 
is going to be uh, uh, like a korban. Which means what? What I am eating is, is, is nothing. Yeah. So seemingly it should be okay. When he's not going to eat, he's not going to eat. And when he's going to eat, he is going to eat. So therefore, lechaura, it shouldn't be a problem to say mutar. If you remember that we gave an interpretation, for example, Rabbi Abba, he said it in Rabbi Meir. Speak it outside for a second. When a guy says, lekurban mashelo ochal lecha. We interpreted that language, lekurban mashelo ochal lecha, we meant like this. What, um, what, what your food stuff to me is, like a kurban. Therefore, lo ochal lecha. It is a kurban. And since your food stuff is a kurban, lachen lo ochal lecha. That's the way we interpreted it according to Rabbi Meir. If that's the case, say the same thing over here. Yerushalayim. Meaning, your food stuff is like Yerushalayim. Therefore, lo ochal lecha. Therefore, it should be asur. Based on the way we interpreted Rabbi Meir, I would quote Rabbi Abbas Hadush. The Kaolat is Braita is not consistent with that. And the Gabbara says, Vatenan, Le Kurban, Le Ochalecha, the Bimir Osir. The Amar B. Abanabu explained that. Naasa Komer Le Kurban Yehe, the Fichach, the Ochalecha. So why is this Mutar? Kemara's answer. Lakashia, had the Amar. Lo le imra, had the amar le imra. It's the same age that we gave on the Amud Bet of yesterday's daf. The difference between a patah and a sheva, which means when he says a sheva, it means like this. Le imra, yes, this will be like a sheep. Mashelo ochalecha. Oh, if you say that, so that means le imra or le korban, same thing. Therefore, what I'm eating, to use me a korban, kama, lachen, no ochalecha. But if he comes along and says, la korban, or la imra, which means it's not an imra, what I am not going to eat. Oh, let's go back. That means what? What I am going to eat is a korban. He don't go with this business of mechlalav atashomeya. He doesn't go with implications to be here. Therefore, mutar. I'll tell you the difference again. There's going to be a difference if he puts a sheva, that's the two dots, or he puts a patah. The guy comes along and says like this. Let's give the example that the Gibra says, le imra. Le imra means like a korban. It's korban, uh, it's a sheep. If he comes along and says, le imra, ma shelo lecha. That means like he's saying, see this food stuff over here of yours? It's le imra. It's like a korban. Therefore, lachen lo ochal lecha. Beautiful. But if he comes along to the food stuff and says, La imra. It's not a korban, what I don't eat from you. Implying what I do eat from you is a korban. The Bimir will say, mutab. Why? Because he doesn't work with implications. He doesn't go with this mechla. Lav. And comes the Gemara and continues. No Mishnah. Omer. Korban ola. Minha. Hatta. Toda shelamim sheani ochel lecha asur. Okay, straightforward. The food stuff that I'm going to eat from you is like olam and ha hata toda shelamim all types of korbanot. So that's not an implication. That's straightforward. That's going to be asur. The biudam matir. Why? 
Because again, the Biudah Shita is, you got to put a Chaf. You have to say Kik Korban. And the reason why the Mishnah has to tell me this over here, because you might have thought that maybe this case is different, because maybe like this case is more like a, an item that's a suit already, like Pigul and Notar, where we said the Biudah does not need a Chaf, because those items are intrinsically like a suit that had to be suit on it already. Kamash Malan, that no. These words over here are more terminology words, but they don't imply Isur, like they're not explained to us. Therefore, even according to the Mi'udah, he has to use the terminology Ke'asham, Ke'hatat, Ke'ola, etc. So the Mi'udah says, until you put the Chaf prefix, Mutad, the Neder is not a Neder. Ha-Korban, Ke'Korban, Korban, She'ochalecha, Asur. Okay, also terminologies. Like Rabbi uh, Meir, he says, "Kek korban, kek korban, kek korban." Sheochal, like what am I going to eat? It's going to be asur. Very good. Le korban lo ochal lecha. Rabbi Meir oser. Now, what's the logic of this? Like Rabbi Abba explained, when he says, "Le korban lo ochal lecha," he's really saying, "What I'm going to eat from you is korban. Therefore, lo ochal lecha." Just talking to me about it. This is the source of it now. Okay, therefore, it be me here. Or says not an implication. It's all one long statement. Now the Gemara says, "Ketani." Now I'm going to read the Hagahot Bach, the Bach in Gimal, as you see, which has a little uh, more precise Gilsa in this Gemara. So I'm going to read that. Ketani, Hakorban, Kekorban, Korban, Sheochal Decha, Asur. Okay, continue the Gemara's language now. Obviously, that is following Rabbi Meir. Continue the Bah. Which means, our Mishnah obviously is going like Rabbi Meir. How do I know that? Because he doesn't need Davka de Lashon Ke. The Mishnah was going like Rabbi Uda, the only terminology that would work would be a terminology that has the Chaf prefix. But according to Al Mishnah, you could say Korban or Hakorban, Lekorban, all these languages are okay, just like in the uh, previous Brite that we saw, it's enough for him to say Imra, Le Imra, all these languages over here. You don't need Chaf, okay, which is good. So Kavzi Gabran says, Ira bimi'ir. But if you want to say, Amishtan Sabim, that you don't need the Chav. Ha diktani ha korban shiokhan lecha asur. What are you going to do with the last statement of the Mishnah? Ha korban shiokhan lecha asur. Now the Gemara has a, another question on this terminology. When you say a korban, the korban shiokhan lecha, then I'm neat. Not the, not the last case of the Mishnah. Ha korban. And we took it for, 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 for granted. What I'm going to eat from you is going to be a korban. What's the problem with that case? Okay, I want to say that everybody's going to say in that case, it's not an edir. Why? Even the rabbis that don't need the chaf, they agree to the biyudah. When a guy comes along and says, ha korban, he doesn't mean to say the food's going to be like a korban. Ha korban means that this stuff is going to be asur in the life of the korban. Behaye ha korban. Which is like I say, as long as this animal is alive, 
this item is uh, asur. That's not a lashon nedir. To, to be much feast, you have to say this asur like this. Not asur in the, in the life of, uh, of the item. That's not, that, that's not language. So therefore, the Gemara is asking. The ruling of the Mishnah doesn't make sense. The truth of it is, I don't care who the author of the Mishnah is. The author of the Mishnah happens to be the Mimbi'ir. Side point. But it really doesn't matter who the author of the Mishnah is. That line in the Mishnah doesn't make sense regardless, because the Mishnah is saying, when a guy t- 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 has the food stuff in front of him, he says, uh, this item over here is a hakorban. Mishnah said, asur. So wait a minute. We, we have everybody's opinions hold. When you do that, tutar. You know why? Because hakorban really means behayeh korban. In the life of the korban. Life of the korban doesn't make an item asur. So how can a Mishnah say, it's asur? So the Gabbara says, la kashia. Ha de Amar Ha Korban Ha de Amar Ha Korban. Okay, different languages over here. Look at the Ran on top. Kilomar. The Hi Amar Ha Korban with the hair in front of it. Ha Leheve Korban Ka Amar. Like the language of the Mishnah. Ha Korban, one word that's considered what? Like a Korban. But if you say Ha, meaning Hey Aleph, Ha Korban, that means. Bihaye a korban. is nothing. Okay, you're learning terminologies now. So the Gibbara says, My ta'ma. What's the reason one? Ha Korban is uh, nothing. Haye Korban Ka'amar. Okay, it's Haye Korban Ka'amar. The life of the Korban. Now we get to the last case of the Mishnah. Ketani, we learned at the end of the Mishnah. Le Korban lo ochalecha. When a guy comes along and says, the korban lo ochal lecha, right? What I'm not going to eat from you is a korban. Rabbi Meir Oser. What do you mean, Rabbi Meir Oser? Dehad leheter Rabbi Meir mechlal avatash shomayahin. He doesn't go with implication. And therefore, what is he really saying? What I'm not going to eat for you is going to be a korban. Masma what? What I am going to eat is okay. What do you mean? Why should it be uh, asur? He doesn't go with uh, implications, which is what he says, what I'm not going to eat from you is, uh, is let's say, not a korban. Implying that what I am going to eat from you is a korban. Why should be mere said? That's implications. So the Gebra says, no, Amar bi Abad, na'asa ke'omer, la korban yehe. Lefichach, lo ochel lecha. Same answer as Rabbi Abad, we said this three times already. That what? That case is, he tells the guy, your food stuff to me is le korban. Kama, lefichach, lo ochel lecha. That's not an implication. That's already a straight Statement without an implication. That is the way we understand the Bimir. Last Mishnah of the Perek. Haomer the Havero. Kunam pi medaber imach. Kunam, already we learned already, is a kinui. That's a terminology of Neder. We're saying, Kunam pi medaber imach. My mouth. It's forbidden to speak to you. It's asur to, for me to speak to you. So that's what he's saying. Yadai oseimach, or masur oseiring the, the hands to to do work for you. Raglain mehalechet amcha, or my legs to walk with you. Asur. That's an edir, and already he's oseir himself on his friend in these things. It's verbally with his hands, with his with his legs. Again, we're also going to explain exactly what we're talking about over here. She's basically saying, when I'm speaking to you, it should be a suit to me like a korban. When I'm working for you with my hand, it should be a suit to me like a korban. When I'm walking, doing for you, it should be a suit like a korban. These are the three things he says. So it comes to and analyzes. Urminu, 
Homer bishvuot benedarim or benedarim bishvuot. Now we know there's two items. There's a neder and there's a shvuot. Different uh, mechanics. Neder has a chumrah that shvuot doesn't have, and shvuot has a chumrah that neder doesn't have. The Gemara doesn't explain to you what these chumrot Homer benedarim shanedarim halin ala mitzvah kibirshut mashe'enken bishvuot. Okay, first item. The dream are stringent. You know why? Nidarim can land or fall on mitzvot. But a shivu'ah cannot. For example, a guy come along and say, Nidar alai, I'm not sitting in the sukkah. Sukkah is forbidden to me. Kunam alai sukkah. You can do that. But you can't say, Shivu'ah, I'm not sitting in the sukkah. No, he mushbave omed. And since the chumrah of Nidar, I can come along and say, Sukkah kunam alai. That you can do. We'll learn it from the screaming the next painting. But when it comes to Shivu'ah, you cannot say Shivu'ah that I'm not going to sit in the Sukkah. That's one Humrah that Nedr has that Shivu'ah does not have. Let's go the other way now. Homer bin Dimshan, I know it's wrong, but I'm going to say Homer bin Shivu'ah. Shivu'ah chalot al davan shi yisbo mamash v'shayimbo mamash. Mashayimbo mindarim. Very good. And Nedr, as we learned earlier, that bet on the ran, Nedr can only be hal on an item. Because what does a neder mean? I'm osering the item. You cannot be oser, let's say, a concept. It cannot be a theoretical. It has to be something that is tangible that you're putting your neder on. Mashi'enken is shivu'ai, not going to sleep. You can't say, neder, kunam alai, sleep. Sleep is uh, it's not a tangible item. You cannot make such an item. But shivu'ot, when it comes to a shivu'ah, you're able to make it on a tangible and a not tangible. Why? Because shivu'ah is on the person. It's always on the person. So I'm saying, shivu'ah, I am not going to sleep. Good, so it's on me. Shivu'ah, I'm not going to eat uh, this item. It doesn't matter. Shivu'ah can be, you could say it a tangible, not because it's always going on the guy. Mashiach and Nidh has got to go on the hefits. That, that, that's a question against Amishnah now. Because Amishnah is discussing the laws of the Darim. Kunam is a Nidr, right? What did he say? What I speak to you. Speaking is uh, it's not a tangible item. The speech itself, you can't just say speech. You cannot tofes on the speech. That's the Gibraltar's question. So the Gibraltar's answer. Amar Yehuda, Be'omer, Ye'asir pi lidburi. Uh, where he's sitting his mouth. He's saying, the mouthpiece, my mouthpiece should be asur for speech. Therefore, he is putting it on a item. What? On his mouth. Yadi mm-hmm. I'm sitting my hands for their work. Raglai lilukhan. So the Gibraltar says, Amishnah is meduyeket like you're learning. Diktani pi midaber imach. Velokitani sha'ani midaber imach. Right? If you look at the way he said the name, they didn't say, Kunam, what I'm speaking to. He said, no, Kunam, the mouth that I'm speaking. Now, the Ran points out, vague it is. It's not automatic, but we have a rule. We have a Safek Nidarim, Safek Nidarim, Lehumrah. And therefore, we're going to assume the Humrah of the Nidr, and therefore, we're going to make it that he meant to say it's on the mouth. No, it's not a shivua. He didn't make a shivua. Kunam is not a shivua. The Mishnah's language is kunam. So kunam is a neder. So our question was, what do you mean? You can make a neder on speech. Speech is not tangible. 
So the Gemara says, no, he said, Kunam Pi. He's setting his mouth for the speech. But the Nahanans are arguing and saying, but it's still vague. We don't know if he meant that. You're right, we don't know if he meant that. But you know what? Stand the Darim, Nahmir. And therefore, you have a Safek, you got to be Nahmir. Uh, That's uh, the way it concludes. Um, Because if you look at the Ran, see one more Ram before the end of the Perek, Be'omeri Asir Pilit Buri, it's the last one. Kilomat. Na'asa ke'omer. Deha'amar kunam pi. Medaber, mashmat kunam kai adibur. Maybe it's going on the dibur, or mashmat nabi de kai ape. Hilkach, kivan destam nedarim na'amin amina, de ape kai upiv dabash, yes bo, mamash. Therefore, we don't know what is going on, but it can be going on the pad. We have a room that have a safek by the darim. You go to Ahmed, and therefore we're going to say, indeed, it's going to be a suradran alach kol kenuyeh. Now we begin, Bezat Hashem, the second perek of the darim, starting from the first mishnah. Ve'elu mutarim. The following items are not considered nedir. The guy says these languages over here. It's nothing. Not uh, not hal. Narcha meaning you don't need to absolve it. You don't need to go to a rabbi to try to find a way out of it. It's not hal. The elu mutarim. Cholin sheochal lecha. That's an easy case. What I'm going to eat to you is considered the cholin. That's nothing. Cholin is mutar to eat. So I didn't know said anything. Now we get to the cases. Kebasar hazir. What's the logic? You learned the rule today. So it's a sur. You can only attach an item to davar an nadu to something that became a sur mahmat neder. Basar chazir is a sur mahmat atzmo. Kavodat kochavim. Kavodat kochavim is like avodat zara. Okay. Kavodat kochavim is an item that's a sur bana'a. You know that have bana'a benefit from let's say idolatry, a pesel. Or something like that. Ke'orot lebubin. Now, orot lebubin is not an item that you worship, but it's an item that is served to the Abu Dazara. What do they do? The Guim, they would stick their, uh, uh, puncture a, 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 a hole in the flesh of the animal by its heart, and they would rip the heart of the animal out when the animal is still alive and they would bring that as a korban for the Avodah Zarah. That's the way they would serve the Avodah Zarah. Orot Levuvin. The women that should live. Grab the heart out of the animal and serve it. Now, there's a difference between uh, Avodah Zarah and Tekrovet Avodah Zarah. Just when you look at Avodah Zarah. Avodah Zarah itself is the item you worship it's possible to make what's called batala on it. Mm-hmm. Which means a person can nevatil the can come along and say, this is shtunyot, this is I do credence to it, and therefore it's batal, therefore it's mutabana again. Nothing. Nothing, you can nevatil it. Mashi'in can tekrovet avodazara, you can never be nevatil it. Once already, it's designated for a korban. For the Abu Dazarat, it's Asur. That's what the Gemara is giving you two cases. You have the Abu Dazarat Kuchavim, which means a guy says, this is going to be Asur like Abu Dazarat. That means you can be, this is going to be Asur like an idol. Second case, this is going to be Asur like the Kurman, like Orot Levuvin. No good anyway, because these are intrinsically Isur 
items. Next case. If you want to read the Ran, uh, you can read the Ran in this case. Look at the Ran. Kebasar Hazir Kawala Kukhabim. See that? Kol Mine is Surin Ketani. Asurin Bahila Kebasar Hazir. Vasurin Bahana Kavodat Kukhabim. Vasurin Bahana Ashin Lahim Batala Keorot Lebubin. Shayu Tekrobet Lavodat Kukhabim. Shayu Nokbin Naor Kenege Dalev. ויהיו מוציאים אותו כשהוא חי וחמירי מעבודת כוכבים דנהיד עבודת כוכבים איתלה בטלה תקרובת עבודת כוכבים אין לה בטלה keep your finger on the run let's go to the next case of the משנה כנבלות וטרפות אוקיי טרפות we know what it is טרפות is an animal let's say that uh, was found uh, uh, Tarif has a blemish in it or something like that let's say the lung was defective or something like that so that animal is called a terefa yeah. that's intrinsically asur so you get this food over here is like a terefa you said nothing or nivela now nivela is worse than a terefa because nivela not only is asur but it also exudes tum'ah okay now continue the run vetana namesh asurim ba'akhila bilvad that's terefa by the way, is the shi'ur of a kezayit. Now continue the Mishnah, one finger on the run. Kishkasim urmatsim. Or you come along and say that this food stuff is asur like a shekets or a remitz. Those are the asur eyes of the Torah, the crawly uh, creatures that are tamer. Now that's even worse than a nevela. Why? Run. These items not only are tamer, but the tamer in the smallest shi'ud, the size of a lentil. You see, so we hit all the cases. Not only tumat nevela, which is a kezai, tumat chekets, washerets, which is a kezai. So all different cases, which each point of the run is, each case has a different feature to it. Therefore, it's bringing all the cases that what bottom line common denominator they all asur be'itzim. Next case, kehalat aharon uktrumato mutar. Same thing. A guy comes along and says kehalat aharon uktrumato. What's halat aharon? Hala. That's the mitzvah. Guys, the dough. You got to give a piece of it to aharon. Hala again is intrinsically asur. Or teruma. Teruma is intrinsically asur. I we ask the question. Why is it intrinsic? So I thought you have to verbally designate it and say, So the Ran answered, no. It's a Surah Be'etzim. Because if you're going to say it would only be a through your designation, then it would be a Ben to Zarim, non Kwanim, and to Kwanim itself. So the fact that it's Mutal, the Kwanim, and a the Zarim, that must mean that it's a meaning. From its inception, you still have to designate it, but it's not the designation per se that makes it Kodesh. Look at the Iran, we then said, Kehalat Aharon, Uchtrumato. Shafalpi, Shahal Isu Ayede Kiriachem. Oh, you have to call it a name. Lo Mikru Dabar Nadur Koshkatafti de Mala. Shafalpi, Shu Asu Laze, Mutalaze, Lo Mahmat Nidrohu. Sharek Shifrishan, Lo Piresh. No, when a guy says that is a turumah, if that was what made it asur, be asur to everybody. And if I die, my de asiri le zarim. You know why turumah is asur le zarim? Mahmat is surahu de ramya rahmana alayu. It's asur because it's asur. Trust is turumah is asur. 
All the reasons of all these cases we just said, the end That's the common denominator between all these cases. Now, seemingly this Mishnah is a bit redundant. Because the Mishnah starts off the Edom Mutarim. And then at the end it says, Mutar. So really, what do you need this uh, double language in Mutar, in the beginning in Mutar, at the end of the cases? Well, let's turn to the last case of the Mishnah. Then maybe we'll find out why the Mishnah had to, it seems, wanted to box in all these cases that you should know. The cases that we just mentioned above all of them, without exception, are Mutar. Mutar means when you compare one item to another item, the item is not Tofes, the item is Mutar, no problem, all the case. Because there's going to be now an exception. What's the exception? Get about the Mishnah. Guy tells his wife. Guy comes along and says to his wife, You are like to me, like my mother. Which means what? Just like his mother is Asuratin. Guy cannot go with his mother, Hasan Shalom. So he's saying, You are to me like my mother. Now, the Khaurat, based on what we know now, should be nothing. A mother is not asur to the son, benedir. The mother is asur, be'etzim. So seemingly such a nedir should not be hal at all. But the Mishnah says, potin lo petah memakum ahir. He's got to go to the rabbis, and he's got to find a loophole. Which means they have to find him an opening, how to get him out of this, uh, out of this vow. Which way, if you would have known, uh, they'd have to give him a whole uh, uh, a way to get out of it. Why? Because we don't want him to be lenient on these things. What are we talking about? Explanation is like this. Really, according to the strict halakha, when the guy says like that to his wife, it's nothing. Technically, tell him nothing. Stay home. You don't got to come to the rabbis. You're, you're, you're done. You didn't say anything because she says, your mother, fine. But you know what the rabbis were concerned about? The rabbis were concerned about this is a common case. It's a common case that people get angry at their wives and they get mekpeed on their wives and they start uh, making uh, vows and stuff like that. We're worried if you're not going to make them go to bed deen, especially in Amaris, for this case, well, this case, he really doesn't have to go to bed because it's nothing. But I'm worried in the case where he's going to oset his wife on a case where it is batfis. And he's going to say, well, they didn't make me go to bed deen the last time, so probably I don't got to go this time. And now he's putting himself in a dilemma. So for the rabbi, so when it comes to marital cases, make the guy go to Betin, even if it's a sud be'etzim. Why? Shelo Yakesu doesn't, uh, won't become lenient in these cases over here when he's really supposed to be Mahmir. Now let's read this in the Ram. Let's read. Ha'omer le'eshto. See, it's four, it's, uh, four lines down in the Ram. Ha'omer le'eshto. Hai dinakit hare at alay ki'ima. Right, he said, you're like my mother. Right. He didn't have to say, you're to me like my mother. He could have said, you're to me like Hazir. You're to me like Abu You're to me like my sister. Well, first he was teaching that well, even though you're Matfis, 
which means you can't tell the guy his out is the following out. Listen, if you would have known that this is disrespectful to talk talk about your mother like that, you, know, you don't uh, assume to my mother. Who talks like that? If you would have known that that's a disrespectful language, would you have made the neder? No, no, that you can't you can't give him his way out like that. That's not the way out. The way out has to come from a different angle. Which means you would have thought that maybe, I'm going to see why you don't, but he's just telling you that whenever you break the nidr of like a mother and a father like this, you don't break the nidr from the kavod factor. I would have thought maybe since this is only assumed that a banan anyway, this whole thing, maybe you could use the kavod factor. That when you break in the nidr, it's got to come from a Different angle. We'll see the Gemara why, but that's the second Hadush in the Mishnah. Number one, the Nid is Hal, and number two, when you're breaking it, it's got to come from Makom Achir. Continue the Ran. Vedavka b'Madil Ishto u'Matfis b'Dvarasus Lichpet u'Mepne Shedarkol le'Esorit Ishto Metoch Hakpada. The nature of a person to assert his wife when he gets angry. If you're going to let, in this case, we did it with Asur. If you're going to let him get away with it, what's going to happen? He's going to matfis on an item that is hal. Which means, but the first case is the Mishnah where it's not so common where a guy comes up and says, This piece of, uh, this bread over is Asulak Hazir. I'm not going to say, Well, go to the rabbi because you might come along. Those are not so common. So I don't have to make a Gezerah. But in the cases of a wife where the person usually gets angry and he makes the Dadim, so therefore I'm going to say, You know what? Even on the thesis of Asur, you can need to go to the rabbi in order to, to absolve it. Now, now we understand why you need the second mutar. Because the second mutar is coming to long say like this. Now already the Mishnah is divided into two parts. You have a case in the end where you need, even though it's Asur, you need to go absolve. So you would have thought that maybe if it didn't say didn't say mutar after, maybe some of the cases in the Resha also need absolving. So therefore it has to come to all the cases that we just said above, section one, Mutar, meaning mutar, the gamma, even for an amaris, even for this, without shera. The sefa, the last case of the wife, that's the only case where we're going to be ma'mir, that even though it's matfiz, but bada asur, that he's going to need to go to the rabbi, because the gizera that we mentioned. Baruch Anwan Le'olam, Amen.